Good evening and welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast. My name's Rebel Ricky and this is our Indie Tracks special. Hello, I'm Turitzo Garbanzo and this is Chorus Girl with No Moon.
so yeah, so we went to the Indie Tracks Festival in Derbyshire uh, over the weekend, uh, and I missed Friday, but, but you enjoyed the moist conditions, I believe? Uh, we're fairly moist, but not compared to what was to come later on in the week in the weekend. Uh, yeah, there's three bands on. I didn't see most of the first band. They were called Kid Canaveral. I saw a bit of them, but uh, Is that based on Cape Canaveral. Yeah, no, they, they they were leaving the festival straight after they played to go up to the Isle of Egg. Oh right, which is in Scotland. Is that another festival? There, another Egg? festival. They were going to play another festival in the Isle of Egg. When they first said that was I, cracking. I love egg, I just thought he was saying that he, he liked, <laughs> he was partial to an omelette. But anyway, the, the band you just heard, Chorus Girl, were fantastic. Uh, I'd seen them before at the Going Up the Country uh, Festival a couple of years ago, or a year and a year, no, last year it was. And they were brilliant there, but they, they were even better, even better. Um, they're half German, half English. Um, you said they're half yeah. German, half English. Yeah. How many people in the band, and how many German? So two are German, two are English. Good, good use of mathematics. Thank there. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we got Sylvie, who's the main singer, uh, and Udo, who are German, and right. then you've got Michael and Faith. Uh, on Faith is the guitarist, mm-hmm. and uh, she's she's like, she's fantastic. She also sings a bit. Right. And in fact, later on in the weekend, she'll come up again because she's in a different band that we'll, uh. we'll mention later on. And does the uh, Germanic Anglo did that impact on the music at all? Is there, no, not singing really. accents? No, no, no. In fact, I didn't know. I didn't know that some of them were German until um, she mentioned it during the, in, in in between the songs. All right. No, there's no kind of no noticeable, you know, crowd rock element or no, anything no, like that. No, no. an unpar no. band. No. Yeah, and then following that was Martha, who I'd seen two years ago when I went uh, mm-hmm. on the same stage, and they were fantastic. Uh, as usual, full of you know fast punky pop songs with four brilliant vocalists in the all four of them sing and they're all fantastic. Uh, the only thing that's happened in between me seeing them there last time and me seeing them there this time was I've seen them twice more in, in much smaller venues. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw them in a, a little social club in Alsager, mm-hmm. uh, and, I was, and then in January I saw them in. In Manchester as well. Mm. The Indie Tracks isn't, isn't a massive festival, is it? But but the, I mean, the main stage is pretty big. You know, you get a, yeah quite a few, you get what thousand people around that. I guess. Well, the stage they were in there was the indoor stage, the train oh, right. the train shed, which is a former train shed. Yeah. So obviously it's fairly big because you can fit trains in it. Yeah. 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 Although there are no trains in it now, it's one of the few areas that doesn't have trains in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Martha were, were fantastic. It was just having I've, I've I've been spoiled a bit recently with Martha, having seen them in a couple of much smaller venues. What they did do on stage, they said that they were going to have a game of football the next morning on the campsite. Right. So uh, that's why when you turned up the next morning, I was so dishevelled. I was, so I was a bit slow. Yeah. <laughs> I was slow on my feet. My ankles were hurting a bit. <laughs> yeah. So I I had a game of football with with some members of Martha, wow. and. Um, and various other uh, minor, no, no, could the members minor of Martha, rock royalty. Could the members of Martha pick a pass? Oh, well, I tell you what, they were both on the opposite team to me, and um, apologies now, I don't know their names, but I know one of them's called Nathan. I think Nathan is the drummer, and he, I think he's the guy, he was wearing a Sunland shirt, because they're from right. that part of the world. And did you get nutmeg by Nathan? I'll tell you what, he did at one point. Well, the, well, my team were winning 2-0 right. at one point, and we lost, I think it was either 4-2 or 5-2 in the end, um, but uh, yeah, Nathan, one of the, he scored the winning goal. 
Right. Yeah, he, but he also scored another goal before that where he, he dribbled past two or three oh, people, right. of which I was the last. And, and, then, and then scored. So he was pretty good. And there was the other guy. I feel uh, like taking him out at that point. No. No, well. Was, not, not hard feeling. No. Humiliating at the back no, there. No. Uh, uh, the, the other guy, he was pretty good as well. But he was, he was, he was stand, staying back a bit more. So Sorry. I didn't have as many dealings with him. He did do one very good header from a corner, which is very good, yeah. Should we refocus on the music? Indeed. So the football match was on Saturday morning. Yes. Yeah. The best thing that happened on Saturday morning was. I arrived. And indeed, and we put up the tent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a very yeah. uh, efficient, uh, we did, uh, that, high quality that went job. surprisingly well. Well, yeah. I, I did notice that the architecture of the tent was slightly bedraggled, shall oh, we yeah. say. Yeah, well, we, we also didn't put the poles in the places where, the, where they were supposed to go, but it's, it, was, it was up. It stayed up. It wasn't moving. It stayed up, yeah. and then there wasn't sufficient wind to take it out. Yeah. Uh, but then we made our way to the, the site, and the, and the campsite is two minutes away from the site, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, and we saw many bands on that day. We did. Where did we start? Well, uh, let's start with the first one we saw, indeed, uh, which was Pillow Queens. And we had yeah. no expectations of Pillow Queens. I uh, didn't know who they were. Didn't know they were on. To be perfectly frank with you, um, but we made our way over to the indoor stage, and Pillow Queens are the first thing on. Yeah, uh, and I was mightily surprised and very, very impressed. Um, and it's, doing a bit of research after the gig, um, they're, they're, they're billed as a queer all-girl group from Ireland. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they certainly had uh, a lot of attitude and yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in some respects, musically, um, they're indie. Yeah. Uh, pretty punky. They were pretty punky. Um, yeah. But they're four four girls all singing, mm-hmm. um, arguably in four part harmonies. Yeah. Certainly, the lead singer was had a much deeper voice yeah. uh, than the other three. Uh, and at one point, the three of them were singing: the guitarist, the singer, guitarist, and the drummer. Uh, but then the bassist did a song all, all, all their own. Yeah. Uh, so I, that was really impressive. Um, they had, had some spirit. Um, and reading their interview, uh, the girls are called Kathy, Pam, Rach and Sarah. Uh, and Kathy can make her gums bleed on demand. Wow. That's uh, a good skill. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and another one of the girls said that they, were, uh, they stood in for Mrs. Brown uh, when Mrs. Brown was out of Mrs. Brown's boys. Uh- TV program. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly how accurate some of these facts are. Yeah, yeah. I believe the one about the gums more than I believe the Mrs. Brown thing. Uh, and they were quite sweary, weren't they? Which we always approve of. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, the very moving moment when uh, the bass player punching the air and tear the fucker down. Indeed. And a Indeed. lot of the songs were like they, they were very anthemic, weren't they? And that song, what that song was with tear the fucker down, is called Wonder Boys, and we'll be hearing that shortly. But. Um, Absolutely. Uh, should we talk a little bit more about some of the other bands we saw? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we play that, so we then saw, um, or you saw the Pooches. I think I went to get some lunch or something. I, didn't, I, saw, I saw the Pooches, uh, and yeah. I, I, I wrote down they're the most pop thing I've ever seen. Not right. they didn't they didn't look like a pop band. Yeah. But they sounded so much like a pop band. There was sort of a Hank Marvin guitar going on. Right. Uh, very kind of Americana. At one point, they uh, they drifted into uh, just want to dance the night away with Senoritas who will sway. I think that's the joke. Yep. Um, but even more excitingly, was it them who played a cover version of "Listen to the Rhythm of the Rain"? They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah, because I remember hearing that from from over near the yeah, when I was getting some food. Just straight. Yeah. I mean, just really, really great. Uh, really good fun. Uh, but interestingly, uh, the the band were attacked uh, by one wasp. Oh. And but not not just attacked once, re- attacked repeatedly right. by one wasp. And right. so halfway through the song, it was always lead singer. Unfortunately, he must have rich blood. Or, um, or was he wearing bright coat, bright clothes? N- no, not particularly. Did no. the wasp think he was a flower? 
couldn't no no well he wasn't even wearing a flowery hat ah. um, but uh, halfway through a, a number of songs he just jumped backwards and waved his hands in this fucking wasp ah. uh, strange actually i saw the wasp i didn't get to interview it uh, <laughs> but um it came over near us and sat on on the on the uh, speaker front of the monitor yeah uh, obviously getting its breath back for another assault on lead singer right so oh. it was all good it was, it was yeah. all good but uh, the other reason I didn't see some of them is because I went into the indoor, back to the indoor stage yeah. to see uh, Crumbs, who I was quite excited about seeing because just a few days before I went to the festival, they they did a Mark Riley session and it was really good. Right. Uh, um, and so I was I, I was wanted to see some of them. They had a strong look, didn't they? Very strong look. We loved the look. Yeah. We loved the look. So the, we the, just, the, the drummer. The well, drummer. before we get to the oh, drummer, let's yeah. just talk about the guitarist. Indeed. Because the guitarist, he just he was just wearing. A T-shirt advertising a some band or other. Yeah. Normal jeans yeah. and he he, he looked he's like your standard. Yeah. He's person. not been styled. He's not been styled. Yeah. Like most of the people at the festival, either in bands or on the or on the on the floor, they looked a lot like him. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get that one done with. And then the singer, mm-hmm. she was pretty cool. She had a, yeah. a, a sort of stripy hair. Yeah. I did, but yeah. it was my. It wasn't stripy. It was stripy, but like. Um, Horizontal yeah. stripes, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. But the, then you had uh, your man on the bass guitar. Oh yeah, he was wearing. Now he was wearing a shirt that would attract wasps. Yes, very, yeah. very ginger yeah. themed, wasn't it? Yeah, his yeah. look was very ginger themed. Yeah, he, he looked very cool. Um, and he had, he seemed to have. He was wearing wearing glasses, and he seemed to have lines shaved into. You know this bit of your glasses, this bit. The the, the, the stem. Listener, the, I'm talking about the bit that goes, goes behind from, your the, from your eye to the curls round goes behind your ear, that bit. Um, he seemed to have a line shaved into his head where wow. that was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> style, style. Ah, but of course, hot pants. And shorts, yeah. And, 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 a, and a very, really, really cool 70s shirt. Yeah. 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 And but, then, uh, but our favourite... The pierced resistance. ...was the, the lady on, on the drums. Yeah. Who had a, a fantastic... She looked like she was in an indie band in the, in the mid-80s. Yeah. Uh, with a with a pudding bowl haircut and a really fantastic flowery blue and yellow dress. Yeah, but uh, the horn rim spectacles were very oh, yeah. thick yeah. Uh, rims on on, on, on the specs. Uh, I've got a, a schoolmistress dress. You know the very high collar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, uh, the, the pudding bowl uh, haircut uh, and was it was it bleach white or it was kind of white grey, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, uh, from memory, yeah. I, I don't, I can't remember that. <clears throat> anyway, we, we, we I think she was the st- uh, most stylish person I saw for the, probably the whole weekend. And we saw her doing karaoke afterwards. Oh, we did. Yeah, we we'll come. We'll, we come to that later. Right, on, on, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but the, also as well as looking great, uh, she was playing great, and she kind of had this kind of relentless whatever whatever beat she started playing the song, she kind of. Carried on. I, I thought a bit yeah. more more Tucker esque. Yeah, but there was a lot of disco in there. She was yes, used to the hi hat. Yeah, it was funky in places. Yeah, uh, and and they they were fantastic. The singer, I'll go back go back to her. Oh. She was fantastic. She was committed, wasn't she? You know, really, really well, in, yelling in, in, a lot of the time. In a, yeah. a, a, a musical genre called oi, yes, back in the yeah. day, yeah, uh, you'd get usually men to be fair uh, stood at the front of the stage with with the fist clenched, with the microphone up like that, and the whole body would rock back and forth as they spitted and shouted the lyrics out. She was a bit like that. Yeah. It was, it was, she was seemed like a, they're from Leeds, right? So yeah. she's, she's Yorkshire's Kathleen Hannah, I think. <laughs> yes. So anyway, we'll, we'll play a song. Uh, uh, first of all, we'll hear Pillar Queens with their song Wonder Boys. 
And then you will hear the band we just talked about, Crumbs. Uh, this is from uh, a compilation for the DIY Pop Fest of earlier this year. This is the Mark Riley session version of On Tiptoes.
penis. Let's talk about penis. Yeah. It's only a small thing. Yeah. But it's so significant. And it, it's going to grow. Yeah. Pea, it's the nest of peas. Yes, so that which yeah. is like a pea. Of pea. Yeah. Um, they are they are free, uh, very young. Yeah, 19 yeah. old. Um, them and pillow queens look like, they were teenagers, I reckon. I, yeah. th- I think they're yeah, very young. absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and three of them, uh, and um, they were singing very, very catchy songs. Uh, yeah. Well, I was I was marvelling at the musicianship and how complete it, it sounded, how full it sounded. And I realised I'm being patronising. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I stopped wondering about. That. Yeah. Well, the, the same. I was thinking the same with the songs because they just every single one was just really, really catchy straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like challenging lyrics and interesting lyrics. I think. Well, and again, I'm, I'm patronising. Nineteen, eh? Yeah. Bloody good. But this uh, was this was for me. This was the most frustrating part of Saturday. Was this this part of the day? It was too because crammed. There was, there was so many bands yeah. on that I wanted to see them all, and I couldn't. So for that reason, I only saw uh, fifteen minutes of uh, Penis. Yes, and I stayed with Penis. Yeah. And I'm very glad I did. Yeah. Uh, Shall we hear one of theirs? Let, let's you know, just just to say as well. You know, coming on coming on the stage with a T-shirt that says "I'm wasting my life." Yeah. Is is a very striking thing. Yeah, and uh, one one can only enjoy. Uh, so we're going to play penis now. No one.
so the reason why I only saw a bit of uh, penis was because I went back to the indoor shed to see uh, Milk and Wimpshake, uh, a band I'm very keen on, uh, and a band uh, led by Pete Dale, uh, who was around, seen around the festival. He's a busy man. He was working in the merch stall. He was, he was an awful lot of the bands I saw. Pete was there watching them as well. His temper's uh, opposite ours. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah we, they, indeed. We offered yeah. to lend him a, a, a pumper-upper. <laughs> yes, we did. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he played... I saw them last year at uh, Going Up the Country Festival as well. And the set they played on Saturday was very similar, except that they played um, four songs, or maybe even more than four songs, from this album, which is their debut album. Yeah. I picked it up in the merch store afterwards for only a fiver. It's called Bus Route to Your Heart. I didn't even know they'd made this album, but uh, I thought I had all their albums, but I didn't have this one. Uh, and they, it's it's even more punky than because they, yeah, he's like a one-man buzzcocks, I think. Uh, yes, he, you said, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, except it's not just him. There's the band are like a one-man <laughs> buzzcocks, four-man one-man buzzcocks with, with, yeah, <laughs> the uh, indeed. Of members. Um, but uh, yeah, this this is a fantastic thing, um, and uh, he played. Uh, a song called I Love You You Weirdo which was a fantastic mm. song uh, and, and he closed the set with one called Blow Out at 80 Miles an Hour uh, he didn't play this song here but it's what a title Noam Chomsky versus the Ramones wow that would be interesting that would yeah, yeah. Um, and would, would the Ramones have to debate uh, like um, the communication strategy of the western capitalism <clears throat> yeah. and then Noam Chomsky would have to play <laughs> hey your know, duty's a punk rocker yeah yeah, I wonder who would win at that. At yeah. either thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they also played quite a lot off the, off the last album, uh, which is fantastic, and features uh, a singer called Sophie, who, who is on that with them. Uh, so there's a lot of, sort of duet songs. Uh, he also played a song called Dialing Tone, which is off an earlier album, but, but is a big favourite of mine. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect to be as punky as he was. I didn't expect him uh, to be um, as much a rock star, to be honest with you, as he yeah. was. I, he, he could cut some moves, you know. Well, it should be said as well, he, not for the first time, he, he, he has a nice line in shirts. He always yeah. has a good shirt on. Um, him and Robin Hitchcock, I think, are probably the, the best... Sh- yeah, they choose the best shirts in rock. Don't get me started on Robin Hitchcock shirts. Yes, yeah. I, I nearly found a big black and white polka dot shirt the other day. Did you? Yeah, I sent the picture to the other other wizard. Uh huh. Are these polka dots big enough? Right. And we both agreed they weren't. Ah. Uh-huh. The, the search goes on for the polka dot shirt. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's a strong, strong. I think you, because of we uh, what quite a while ago we played a Milky Wimp Shake song on the podcast, and it was yeah. um, Tuesday Night Itchy Feet, which is uh, quite gentle, and isn't really. As punky as, as a lot we've of his played, other stuff. We've played more than one, and they, have, they, they, are, they yeah. seem to be quite acoustic and slow and not at all like the Buscocks. Yeah, yeah. But, but, that, but we, we just, like we just happened to have chosen some, some yeah. of the slower songs, I think, to play before. Um, but yeah, this song, I, I had a chat with him on uh, over the weekend, and I told him we might be playing this song. This is a song called Barcode Punk. And it's a cover version of a, as he explained on stage, it's a cover version of a, of a Newcastle grindcore band called Ebola. Uh, that was the name of the band. A cover of Ebola? Yeah. What a strange name for a band. It is, yeah. Are they sickening? I don't know, the songs are very catchy. I suspect, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, There'll be an epidemic of them soon. Yeah. He told me that, that um, uh, he, after they recorded their version of this um, 
this song by this grindcore band. And it, it, I think they changed it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they rearranged it quite a lot. And then he sent the CD of this album, 20 years ago when it came out, he sent the CD of it to the guy from Ebola. And the guy from Ebola listened to, the, the, like he got to about track nine. Uh, this song is track six. And he got to about track nine and he and he's going, well, it must be on there somewhere. He didn't realise that the song that he'd song. written, uh, he'd, he'd already been on. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he changed it. He obviously changed it quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know a lot about grindcore, but I think it's probably... You probably can't hear the words very well. Yeah. Anyway, I think, I think I'm right with you on grindcore. That's a shame because this kind of this the words here kind of give a, a definition of what what they believe punk is, and uh, a broader definition. I think a lot of it applies to the festival because we've had a couple of chats over the weekend yeah. about what is indie. Mm. I think this song does a decent job of explaining it. Should we let me explain then? that we play it isn't the way that we dress punk rock is an attitude do we pass the test DIY ethics thrive in various scenes diversity originality is more important than speed Strength in diversity And that's what makes us thrive What we forget will not be rekindled By selling us back What we've already rescinded Punk's not a product, it's zest for life It's only a product When you let your spirit die So after Milky Yep um, We made our way to the main stage to take in shopping. Yeah, to do a bit of shopping. Do yeah. a bit of shopping, yeah. yeah. We, we, we were buying by the end of it, I think. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, and uh, they're, they're another free piece. Another uh, all female as well. No, another drummer was... was uh, Apart uh, from him. Yeah, but the other two were female. Uh, very, very energetic. The music and the, and the band members. Oh, Very, yeah. very energetic. Bouncing around on the stage. The guitarist was doing some fantastic high-kicking moves. Oh, yeah. and got like her own version of the Chuck Berry Duck Walk. Yeah, is you know, but fantastic, and, and how quite how she played those quite tricky guitar lines and moved around like that. Hats off to her, I say. Yeah, again, I wasn't able to stay for the whole thing. Well, uh, we desperately wanted to get back for MJ Hibbert. Yeah, who's a big yeah. favourite, but it, it was it was a difficult job. It was yourself away. They were brilliant. Yeah. So in a minute, we we after we've talked about MJ Hibbert, you'll hear uh, the last single by mm. Shopping, which is called Straight Lines. Because they did have a, a, a kind of. Post-punk sound, didn't they? Shopping. Yes, definitely. I mean, definitely. reminiscent of the Gang of Four, but I think, as, as you said, maybe, maybe a bit of slits as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and definitely sort of an early '80s kind of vibe to it. Mm. Very danceable, angular. But yeah, yeah, very danceable. Very, yeah. The, the, the song that we're going to play, the guitar line, reminds me a little bit of um, "I Don't Want to Go to Chelsea." 
but yeah it's more danceable than that and yeah I, I'm definitely if they if they're on tour again and I think they said we had a chat with them afterwards and uh, the bass player said they've got a new album coming out in the autumn yes and they were hoping to be touring so I will definitely be going to see them if they come yeah, anywhere near us uh, but yeah we had to leave because we went, wanted to see uh, MJ Hibbert and the Validators we're pretty big fans of MJ Hibbert we have we've played them a lot of times on the podcast we did a uh, when his last album came out, we did a, a, a podcast special yeah. where, where we interviewed him and played a few of the songs. They're, they're validators, don't they? They yeah. do, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, quite a lot of the songs from the new album were played at the gig, uh, including uh, 20 Things to Do Before You're 30. And, yeah. uh, Payday yeah. is the best day of the week, is that not the new one? That's, not, that's an older song, yeah. uh, that, but that's what they opened with. Uh, and they played 1980s as it was, which they said was the first time they played that live, but that's a... Because it, it, it's funny. Somebody said to me over the course of the weekend, and there was to, uh, I was, talk, was talking to some bloke, and he was saying about which bands was I looking forward to seeing. And I mentioned quite a few, and two of them I mentioned were MJ Hibbert and the Just Jones. And he said, "Oh, you're obviously a fan of some of the more twee stuff." Mm. Now we'll talk about the Just Jones later on, but I can see what he means. But 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 it's humorous. But that's yeah. not to say it's light. Because the 1980s, as it was, is one of the is one of the most hard-hitting political songs we heard all weekend. I don't. Uh, MJ Hibbert is, is is a really interesting performer in that it's not light, is it? I don't. I don't think even musically it's particularly twee. No. Oh no. Particularly no, not light. No, it's, it? it's pretty muscular yeah. musically. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, I think because there's humour in it, people can mm. yeah. don't take it seriously. Well, no, yeah. and, and you know. It, it's self-depreciating humour, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and so it is, is between song banter, I thought it was particularly, it was like a stand-up comic at yeah, times. Yeah, it, it was very good. And, yeah. and you yeah. know, what a charming yeah, person. You really warmed to him. Yeah. You really, th- really thought that. And it, it wasn't laugh-out-loud funny. It was just, you know, someone you really liked him because he seems like a really sound bloke who's got a really great view of the world. Yeah, um, yeah. But, in, in, you know, in a, in a kind of inspirational way. Yeah, uh, when he reminds you what it is to be a human being. Yeah, and um, thank him for that. God. Um, so, and life affirming, I think. In life, life affirming. Yes. And the lyrics, uh, so many of the lyrics are life affirming, and easily impressed. Which he closed with is is about exactly that. It's about just being pleased with the little things in life yeah. and the big things in life. And he says the, the, near the end of the song, it says, um, "You know, I'm easily impressed. Be it love." Or microwave popcorn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, but he made the point that you know, because I, I like being happy. Isn't being happy the point of being a human being? Yes. And it's so obviously true. Yeah. Uh, why don't we, you know, appreciate that more? And we're going to hear after after the shopping song. We're going to hear um, uh, the song. I think they played the kind of acoustic version of this, didn't mm. they? And Tim, the drummer, had had um, a little box that he sat on with a little. Bass yes. pedal thing that was pretty nifty. That's fantastic, yeah. yeah. We should uh, mention also the the violinist who for some reason disappeared off stage. At he one fell point. out. Well, yeah, he, I think he wasn't on one of the songs, so he went off, and then he came back and he almost did himself an injury. Yeah, I think M- yeah. MJ made a point of of uh, pointing out that he buggered off. Yeah, and take the piss a bit. Yeah, uh, and so he self consciously. I think he might have actually gone for a piss. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. So he self consciously jumped back on the stage <laughs> and he broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> He was all right. I saw him. He was I spoke to him later on, and he was he was fine. Um, he ran it off. Yeah, and he certainly didn't stop him from. Well, it wasn't him that was drinking heavily, I don't think. But certainly, the, all the rest of the validators, we, we were, oh, absolutely, they yeah. were almost as drunk as we were. Absolutely, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. When we were, we were all hugging at the yeah. disco. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
Um, but he, uh, they played an acoustic version of this song. It only works because you're here. Check out the video if you can, because it's fantastic. Uh, this is a story. They should make this into a... There, there are Hollywood movies with less plot <laughs> yes, than this song. True, true. And, and less believable characters, less well-rounded characters. It's a full kitchen sink drama Yeah, in three-minute pop song. Yeah, and if by the end of the song you don't hate main, main IT guy as much as, the, as much as we do, then you're not paying attention. <laughs> so this is It Only Works Because You're Here. The phone rings nine times before he says yes She's got a problem with Internet Explorer And he's the computer desk He waits and takes the lift to her floor and says Show me the problem then She's mildly mortified to find that everything's working again she flushes bright pink, which he thinks is wonderful. She feels like such a fool, and so she says it only works because you're here. Before you came, it was broken. It only works because you're here. You've got my windows to open. That's that until he gets in late one day To see she's been and posted a post-it note Onto his screen that says Could you pop up when you've got a minute? He flies up five flights of stairs To find her computer rebooting The main site IT guy sat in her chair He's red-faced and out of breath which she thinks is wonderful She knows he wanted to Help her and so she says It only works because you're here Before you came it was broken It only works because you're here You've got my windows to open Yeah. 
rolled on uh, and we uh, we were still suffering from uh, congestion uh, with three stages all with bands that we want to see yeah and we, we we mostly spent our time between the outdoor stage and the and the indoor stage and we saw a bit of everybody really didn't we mm, yeah um, so, uh, but we also like went to get someone to eat and all that kind of stuff and we did want to sit down so we did go, we did go into the church and also uh, one great thing that you get indie tracks is that there's, there's it's a real church Guys and dolls, uh, and um, so yeah, bands playing in there. But also, you can watch from the, from the window outside. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and we actually saw garden centers. Yeah, we, we liked them, didn't we? But we did. We, we couldn't see them very well, but we were we were basically there's a one in one out system to get yeah. in there, and we couldn't get in, so yeah. uh, we we had to look through the window. We and... looked at the back of the keyboard player's head. Yeah, uh, and she turned around and and flipped the bird. Not at us, though. Right. in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not at us. Uh, we should mention she saluted saw, to us. <laughs> we saw a bit of, earlier on in the day, we also went look through the window, we saw a bit of milk crimes. We did. At which point I recognised two of them had been playing on my team in the football match. Oh, were they any good? 
Well, they were they were both on my team, and uh, you know I said we were winning two 0 and then we lost five two. Yeah, um, I thought it was four two. I think it was five two actually. Okay. Yeah. Next goal wins at the end. Um, the, the, those two, yeah. there was two blokes from this milk crimes, but both on my team, and they both went and sat down and had a cigarette. Oh, and, right. and, and I think that contributed quite a lot to our team's demise. Yeah, I, I find that when I watch professional football and, and, and teams or members of teams walk off the pitch and have a cigarette, <laughs> yes. it does nothing for the well, overall the, the, performance. The, the fellow out of milk crimes with the, who was impressively bearded, oh, yeah. who was nearest to us when we were watching through the window, yeah. uh, he, he, he was kind of defending like I was for most of the game. Yeah. And then when, it, when he went, there wasn't really many other people defending. So, so you're me. saying when you sent a half, went off to have a fag... <laughs> You 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 leaked five goals. <laughs> I think there may be a connection. I think it might, we might have been three two down by then, but you know, <laughs> right, it okay. was, yeah, anyway, that's yeah. even worse because you know the, the, the morale is is dropping in the sun just when your centre half needs to rally the troops and say, "No, come, we can win this. We can get back into the game." They leave the pitch. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, for the they, they were nice. They, I had a chat with them. They were nice lads. <laughs> so. Uh, um, just, that was Milk Crimes and Garden Centre, who we both saw a bit of through the window, through the window and enjoyed window. very much. We also saw a bit of Lucky Soul, yeah. who were look, looked great, Soul. sounded fantastically yeah. poppy. I know a few of their songs anyway, uh, mm. and they are fantastically indie pop. They are the very definition of indie pop, a bit like the Poochies earlier on in the day. Well, you say um, that, but I mean, they, it, was, it was more soulful. Yeah, uh, and they they look like a soul band. Yeah, well, they had well because she was she was pregnant and she was very glamorously dressed yeah. in gold sparkly trousers. Gold sparkly trousers. And, and, and two, uh, two uh, African Caribbean women. They they were in uh, the long robes. They were Brazilian. Like, they were, were they Brazilian? Well, it, when we were having a bite to eat later on, they were sat at the table next to us. They were, and they were they were certainly talking about Brazil. Right. As if they knew what they were talking about. Right. So. Uh, that's why I'm assuming they're Brazilian. But, Seems like a yeah. fair assumption to yeah. me. Uh, but they, they were really good. The Heyman Cooper band, I really, really liked. I really, really wanted to stay and watch more of that. Mm. Uh, but we, we, we couldn't. I uh, can't remember why. I think we were going somewhere. We were yeah. going... I, I Probably to get somebody to eat, I think. I think it was the church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, because uh, Ms. Cooper, um, incredibly strong voice she's got she's, she's very oh, yes yes she's very small um, yeah. but with a huge booming voice yeah and it's daryl Heyman, isn't it daryl Heyman, yeah from hefner who, yeah. who's also a, you know a great singer great songwriter and uh yeah i was i really like the, uh, the, the i've heard three or four of their songs again mark riley's played them quite a bit mm. uh and um yeah really like them uh, i meant to get the album over the weekend but didn't get around to it actually so I would have liked to stay, watch, stay and watch more of them, but that's that's when we went to get bite to eat. I, I had a jacket right, yeah. potato whilst all the wedding, members of the wedding present you were did. on the table next door <laughs> right. get having some cake. Indeed yeah. they were, yes. Yeah. Uh, but we were back uh, and get, we got some beer yeah. uh, in the beer tent and we, and we saw Joanna Grusom. Yes, and I think, didn't you play football with a member of Joanna Grusom? No, no, that's no, not quite true. Uh, Is I, did, I did have an encounter with members of Joanna Grusom. Right. Because you weren't there on a Friday night, as you know, I slept in my car. Yeah. And just across the way from me was another group of people sleeping in a car. Uh, but there was three or four of them sleeping in that car. Was it a uh, big car? No, it was, it was just a normal hatchback size car. Yeah. Um, you wonder how they managed. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I got talking to them in the morning. One of them looked a bit familiar. I know this bloke from somewhere. Anyway, then I saw their guitars. So I said, oh, you're in a band. Which band are you in? And Joanna Grusom. That's why I look familiar, because we've seen them before. Right. We've seen them supporting Steve Malcolmus. We did. At, we did. Uh, in Manchester. And that wasn't, that wasn't a stellar performance by them. 
They had a few technical problems, didn't yeah. they? Well, well the I, guitarist I, wore off. I liked them. Uh, I yeah. and you liked them. The other wizard okay. who was with us didn't like them, did he? No. Uh, and uh, but they've had a few lineup changes. They since certainly then. have, yeah. Uh, and uh, they 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 were a lot, a lot heavier than I remember them. No, they have a pocket rocket situated right in the centre that oh, yeah. that never stops. A crop haired a crop haired girl. Yeah. Shouting her head off. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 whilst look, some of their songs are quite mellow and um, you know tuneful and what have you. When she cranks up, it, it's it. She just launches into a tirade of, you know, I, I, I can put it to crass. I don't remember crass. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it was proper hardcore, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, during the course of the weekend, I found myself at various times as I was like queuing up next to her for the for some food in the cafe and that kind mm. of stuff. Y- you would not, from the way she carries herself off stage, she's very timid, shy, mm. you know, kind. Polite, extremely polite. <laughs> she wasn't not doing the kind, that. Not, not the that. kind of person who who would go on stage and do that. But yeah. You know. Well, they were. I mean, they were exciting. They I were thought. great. Yeah. I thought, particularly as when we'd seen them at the Gorilla Sport, Steve Maltmus, um, they weren't. They weren't an exciting, full-on band. They, they were. They seemed a bit lacking but, in confidence when we were there because they, like I say, they'd had a few. Well, mm. I remember one of them had to go off stage for ages because his guitar wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. on 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 Saturday night, woof, kicking they, ass. They, they yeah. were setting the fire up. They're setting the room alight. They really were. And then on the main stage, the the last act of the day, the wedding present. I mean, do we really need to talk about the wedding present anymore? Need, need no introduction uh, or uh, explanation. Uh, as as any regular listener, I suppose any wedding present fan would would still be interested. You know, what was the set like? Did they do right? All the new okay, well, because like that. We've I've done loads on the blog about my love of the wedding present. And, yeah, I think you've done uh, at least two I've, rev- I've, I've reviewed them lots of times and done and done podcasts and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. Um, the set list was uh, I saw them in May uh, and they were doing the George Best thirty years of George Best things. So they played a few off that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of singles, quite a few off the Hit Parade series of singles. Mm. Uh, um, Brass Neck, uh, three songs off Bizarro. Uh, the opening two songs off Sea Monsters, uh, which were fantastic. Uh, uh, quite a, a three or four off the new album, but mm. but three or four of the really good ones off the new album. And the new album's got twenty songs on it, and wow. the, there's a few instrumentals on there which are all right. But uh, you know, Not they play Two life. Bridges and Bear and Rachel, and they are you know some. Mm. It's a brilliant album, as has been well, well documented. I've seen on them once blog. before. Uh, and I wasn't a massive wedding present fan. I was familiar with some of the stuff, uh, and that didn't convince me that time. I, I, but I was surprised at how many devotees they had. The, the you know well supported. Yeah. Uh, but on Saturday night, it, it was just perfect, perfect yeah. way to you know. It was, and you didn't get that sense of this is indie festival. These are kind of the kings of indie, aren't they? Yeah. You know, and yeah. if, if there is anything about indie, you know, the and when people stereotype it, they say, oh, it's that all that jangly guitar stuff. Yes. Well, yeah. some of it is that jangly guitar. So it's certainly yeah. a lot of guitars. Yeah. Uh, but also played very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've I've I, I've rarely seen a, seen a strummer yeah. strum so intensely uh, mm. as David Gedge does, particularly the last few songs, which were just full on. Yeah. And uh, the, the how is how his muscles managed to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an incredible yeah. thing. Yeah, he must he must uh, spend a lot of time in the gym. Pump, his, pumping that on his right arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so it was kind of. A, as as close as you're going to get to the wedding with the wedding present to a kind of greatest hits set, really. Not that they've yeah. got that many hits, but you know they played Kennedy and they played. Well, you uh, finished my with favorite the, dress the apple and, pie yeah. song, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite dress and and Kennedy were the closing songs of right. Fire Saucer, which is a big hitter as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, fantastic. 
Um, but we won't play any winning present songs on this podcast because if you want to go and listen to some to our review of the Salford gig last year, there's plenty of winning present on that. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, or or just check out many of our other podcasts where we play the winning <laughs> present. So then that was the end of the evening. Oh, it was the end of the bands. The bands, but not the end. It of was the, the start of the evening. <laughs> Uh, so we went to the disco in the in the indie tent. Well, it's great, that, isn't it? Because you, you got the indie tents, you got a big bar there, uh, and so the disco comes on. It's it's very dark, but for lasers flying all over oh, yeah, the place. Yeah. Uh, the the disco itself, we, there was there was some indie on them. We played a Smith song, uh, but um, he was playing um, uh, a lot of sort of old school soul as well, wasn't he? whoever was DJing? Frankie he, Valley. Yeah, and um, the night begins to turn your exactly, love around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then we went to... Well, I, I went to the bog, and um, I oh. noticed the karaoke tent, and I thought, well, let's have a quick look in there. Oh, you came back from the toilet, and you said, there's a marquee over there full of people singing Stand, Stand By, by Your Man. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There, was, there was literally 150 people all singing Stand By Your Man. Yeah. So I can't let that go. No. I can't <laughs> let that moment go. I'm so go. glad you came back and told me about that. <laughs> it turned out it was something called Bum Notes Karaoke, and we went in there, we spent, we were in there till they till till stopped, they kicked us yeah. yeah. Um And we saw some fantastic versions well, of songs in there yes there was a lady got up and sung a big favourite of mine I've never been to me wow uh, I, I know she meant something yeah I don't know what personal well, trial she had in as her I life. said to you at the time the song I've never been to me is simultaneously the best lyric ever written yes. and also the very worst lyric ever written yeah uh, uh, yeah um, I gotta go Steve came up and did Tainted Love uh, oh, Carl Smile Steve Carl Smile Steve that's right indeed uh, he did a good version of that uh, do you know the guy who did True Oh, God, true, yes. No, not true. Um, gold. Spano Belly Gold. That's right. Yeah, not... Uh, he was good, wasn't he? Mm. Well, it turns out the next day, he was uh, in the drummer in the Just Jones. Right. Because the Just Jones fella, David, the singer from the Just Jones, was, was saying, you know... What he, is it? Do you think all, all drummers are frustrated lead singers? He was very good. Because, of course, he? the drummer from... Um, not Crumbs. Yeah, Crumbs. Uh, came up and sang a duet. Oh yes, with yeah. with with someone in another band. Ding, I can't remember which one. Ding ding ding! You got to show me love. That yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was probably some other. There was some a guy sang "Thank You for the Music." That was pretty <laughs> good. I think that was the last one. Yes. It was brilliant. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, very well done for everyone who was there. And uh, I don't think it's something they do every year, but. No. I'm going to try and go next year and yeah. do I mean <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know how you actually got your, your songs I don't know how you got to sing a song couldn't figure it out took so long to well, get to the front yeah we took us quite a long time we did actually get to the front didn't we by the time oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and then, then, we the, out. then we went back to the campsite where there was another disco yes another on. disco yeah uh, and we danced a fair bit yeah. drank a fair bit and had a jolly good time yeah um, oh it reminds me there was one song we both said we like this song, but we can't remember what it's called. So I'm going to attempt to sing it now, and maybe the listener, see the listener if yeah. you know, it's quite a well-known song. This, so you probably will know it. It goes, dee 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 dee, hey hey hey, dee 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 dee, hey hey hey. That yeah. one. Do you remember that? Yeah, one? it's a great yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the the Friday night D- DJ uh, was also fantastic and played um, quite a few songs we've played on the podcast. This is the, the one at the uh, the campsite. At the campsite, yeah, that was also brilliant. Uh, they played Night of the Living Dead by. Um, Tilly in the Wall and uh, that sweary song with Stanley Brinks and the Wave Pictures. Yeah. There's shit all over the street. That one. Orange Juice, it's called. Yeah. Is it called Orange Juice? But anyway, that one. Well, I, I, awesome. I, I was only, yeah. my only frustration was that I think at about two in the morning we, we called it in. Um, as we walked back to the tent, they started playing Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. They did, yes. And, you yeah. know, I, I, 
I couldn't quite bring myself to run back in there. We would have done that. The, last two the same thing happened on Friday night after I left and I went to sleep in the car. Yeah. Uh, and I could hear they played um, Don't Look at Him, You Don't Like It by The Lovely Eggs. Oh, yeah. And they played uh, First of the Gang to Die by Morrissey, The Boy with the Arab Strap by Bella Sebastian, all the, you know. But it was great. Ex- well, you, can't, you can't stay all night. Excellent well, stuff. We wish we could, but we, uh, yeah. Oh, so then uh, on to Sunday. On to Sunday, yes. So you, oh, you went home. No, well, we had to set the tent down, didn't we? Yes. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, let's have a look at the schedule for Sunday. I can tell you who I, who I actually saw. Um, let's let's start things off with uh, Margot. By, Mar- uh, by Margot. A, Margot, by a band we played on our last podcast. Of course, yes. Uh, we played their song Free the Burbs from the Jelly EP. Uh, so let's hear them again. This is Charmpit with Margot. Charmpit, who were absolutely one of the highlights of the weekend in the church. It's um, three people, uh, two American girls called Rihanna and Anne-Marie. Uh, Anne-Marie on bass and amusing facial expressions. All right. and she was on amusing facial expressions? Yes, yeah, she, she did a lot, a lot of amusing facial Excellent. expressions as she was singing. Uh, and Rihanna uh, on, uh, on guitar and impressive orange eyeshadow. Uh, and there was a drummer as well, who I'm afraid I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were just absolutely brilliant. Uh, they, they were, again, life-affirming stuff. Very, very jolly on stage. It turned out Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie was also somebody I played football with. She was oh, on my right. team right. in the football. And, and what, she, could she do headers? And was she... Uh, she was getting stuck in, Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. considering that she's... American, she so I was kind of, she was on my team, yeah, she was getting stuck in, uh, but every now and again the ball would come nearer at, at, at high speed and she would shout, what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing, uh, um, yeah, so, but she was, she was getting stuck in, yeah, so like, she, I think she asked a few people around her for clarification on some of the rules, some of the rules. again, uh, <laughs> offside yeah. came up, <laughs> no, not offside, we weren't, we weren't playing offside, it wasn't that serious, um, but yeah, they, they were fantastic, they were a bit like, B-52s kind of thing with the right. two vocals um, right. and sort of party music they had a you know but they uh, it in the church because the, the thing that we saw in the church before uh, it was quite slow and acoustic uh, and uh, but uh, there was a lot of sort of high paced punky bands playing in yeah. there yeah. I, I imagine the atmosphere was pretty special it was great yeah yeah. I was quite near the back so I couldn't couldn't see all that well yeah. but the, the, the sound was fantastic and they, they're they're um, 
just a brilliant band and uh, they played a cover as well they played a cover of a band called Girls who uh, I also saw supporting Steve Malkmus on a different occasion in oh, Manchester right. uh, I think it's called Girlfriend or I Wanna, I Wanna Have a Girlfriend or something and uh, it, it's a brilliant song and they played it very very well uh, the song we just heard Margot is about uh, a a kid that she baby that she nannies for, right. uh, she explained, and uh, it, it says something about that all kids being at heart the true punk rockers, indeed because they don't give a toss. And yeah, in exactly. the song, she just gets gets, gets a sock and puts it on her nose, yeah. because <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're going on tour, uh, and they they also I was chatting to them afterwards, and they were saying they're hoping to come and play in Chester because they they love Penis the band, <laughs> the band and, yes. Um, they also said they, they had some interesting stuff to say on, on stage. There was stuff about going on holiday with their friends, and they were obviously good pals, uh, the two girls in the band, and they were saying that they haven't been playing very long. And uh, right. Anne Marie on the bass, she said, If you're thinking of starting a band, just get out and do it. And she said, well, I highly recommend um, playing the bass because it's the easiest thing, and everyone Austrian. thinks you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, I mean, because uh, Pillow Queens have only been together six months. Is that true? Absolutely true. Four part harmonies in six months. Wow. Just get out there and do it. DIY. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but what I didn't mention was before I saw um, uh, them, I saw uh, another band on the indoor stage who were very, very good called Maybe Don't. Uh, and again, still talking to Steve Maltmus, there was elements of pavement in their sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Free piece from Birmingham. Uh, again, all, all, all singing. All of them singing. Uh, uh, your, your man on the lead guitar was, was very very good playing some nice sort of weird slightly off kilter guitar mm. stuff yeah they were very very good uh, and they they've got some stuff I'm going to go and download some stuff from Bandcamp from them or I should say uh, as well they're, they're, speaking of I keep going back to uh, Pillow Queen uh, you can get the EP on um, Bandcamp called Calm Girls I think Oh yes, that's right. Calm girls. Calm girls. Yep. And um, yes, it's it's a it's a pay what you like thing. Obviously, I paid hundreds of pounds, but you know you won't you won't have to <laughs> if you don't want to. Uh, I also saw uh, another band on the main stage called Model Village, who were in the vein of Lucky Soul and the Pooches, as in that just that pure indie pop, pop yeah. sound. Uh, fantastic. Again, they they had a the guy on bass was uh, playing some very very nice intricate sort of bass lines, jumping about the place. So the bass lines were jumping around the place. He wasn't really jumping about the place. But he also had a, a fantastic voice. And then there was a, a, a girl singing who also had a fantastic voice and was playing a kind of very small guitar. We'll put a photograph of it on, yeah, the, right. on, the, on the blog. And I bought their album, which is called Healing Centre. And they've got another, an EP, uh, which they had. This EP here, they had five different versions of that with the five different band members on them. So, and they made me, they said, well, which one do you want? And I felt a bit... Like they put me on, on the spot, the spot yeah, yeah. To, to, to judge because yeah. they were mostly there when I was when I was there. I asked, like, well, you know, I was going to say, I like you. You're my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, yeah. well, they're obviously fishing for that. We played. We, we also played. We should mention that we also played Model Village on our on our last podcast, the same podcast where we played Charmpit. So, go and check we them do. out. Uh, but this is a great thing about you know, it's so bespoke, isn't it? It's so boutique. Yeah. You know, you see you see the band, enjoy the music. Go meet them. Yeah. They give you a choice of five CD cover cases. Indeed, yes. You know, you're not going to get this at Ariana Grande. No. You know? No. Uh, well, then, 
I went to the to the main stage as well to see uh, suggested friends, and this is we mentioned her earlier, but Faith from uh, from Chorus Girl. This is a band where she oh, yeah. is the main singer, still right. playing guitar, which is she's a really really ace guitar player, uh, and oh that again Emma Cooper's in that band right, uh, no. on uh, uh, another band with Emma Cooper in. Uh, uh, she was on bass and now, uh, family tree me Emma Cooper. Emma Cooper, she's in Mammoth Penguins, who I didn't get to see. Right. She was in a band called Standard Fair, uh-huh. Heyman Cooper band. Right. Uh, she's one of the main organisers of the whole festival. Uh, and she's probably played in a couple of other bands that I've missed over the weekend. Right. Uh, she, she, she seemed to be, on, probably at any given point, she was on one of the stages <laughs> uh, playing in, in, in a band. Uh, they were quite interesting, suggested friends. Uh, like a really, really good uh, guitarist, like I say. Um, one of their songs they play they have good song titles as well they said one called Don't Talk To Me On The Bus which I particularly enjoyed uh, is that like a, str- a stranger it's the, the stranger theme isn't it yeah yeah. because yeah, it, it's a bit weird when complete strangers come up to you on the bus and sit next to you and talk to yeah. you yeah and they, well, they had they had some good song titles uh, some of the music weirdly again early 80s early mm. 80s post punk vibe I, there was even one song and I thought I was thinking for quite a while what does this sound like and then I remember it sounds like The Police but like you know, not not early reggae, the police, but later yeah. sort of Ghost in the Machine kind of the right, police. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, it's not something I'm particularly turned up thinking. I bet there'll be a band that sounds a little bit like the police. Uh, but but it's, that, yeah. it's, that, it's that pop thing. I mean, you're trying to sort of figure out what indie is, and it's certainly you know the the two and a half minute pop song. Yeah, uh, yeah. and you know, on on sort of unpretentiously tuneful. I think. Yeah. And well, and, and another person in this band uh, who I play football with. You see, good luck. Any good? Rubbing shoulders with good. This is yeah. a, the drummer. An assist. She was good. Yes, the drummer in in uh, Suggested Friends. She was also on my team, and she was very good. And she was a good player. And she also, uh, what I liked about her was she she was she was like she's good captain material. Oh really? I think her name was Christabel or Christine or something along those lines. And, and you think she could rally the troops? She, she, she was good. She was in, she was. She was good with an encouraging word for, oh, for her teammates. She knew, she, knew, she knew when to put her so on. So well, well done, good, good, good defending and that kind of Excellent. thing. You know. By the way, did any of these musicians actually score a goal? I've mentioned also the guy... Um, uh, oh, you did mention the, 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 scored, the, yeah. the Martha guy. He scored yeah. at least two. Right. And uh, the other Martha guy had a header from a corner which I'm not sure if it counted. It could have been over. <laughs> it was jumping for goalposts, so I think, I think it did count as a goal. But See, I'm always very it was impressed. A good header. I think because it was a good header from a corner, I think we said, yeah, well, you, you can have it. <laughs> and you're in mark. Because I'm so impressed that someone's taken a goal. Uh, I'm not sure who scored the goals on my team. I think just some other bloke. There was a guy mm. on my team who I, he was probably in a band, but I don't know if he's in a band because <laughs> I didn't see his band. He was wearing a Sunderland shirt as well. Mm-hmm. And he was very good. He scored one of the goals from our team. I can't remember who scored the other one. Well, there you go. Sorry. There you go. I'm sure there's a full match report somewhere <laughs> on the internet. Um, but yeah, in this podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, so then, who else did I see after that? I saw a little bit of the Orchids, uh, and they were very good too. Um, are, you, are you deliberately not mourning about the weather? I should say, actually, on Saturday no, when I was there, it was fantastic. Well, let me talk about the Just Jones then. Should we should we play a bit of music? Let's hear. Why not? Let's hear. Um, this is the song they closed their set with. Uh, this is the Just Jones with "If You Don't Pull." What do you feel like doing tonight? I don't know, Ange. What do you feel like doing? Well, we ought to do something. It's Saturday night. I don't want to go bowling like last Saturday. 
You mentioned the weather. The reason why I haven't said anything about the weather because it, the weather was fine up yeah. until this point. The Just Jones came on. It started to rain a little bit. Yeah. 
It was raining on and off while they were on, but they were on the outdoor stage and I was right at the front with me elbows in a barrier and I love them, so I wasn't going to move. But uh, when they played that song, the one we just played, If You Don't Pull, that was their closing song. Yeah. In it, absolutely... Heaven's biblical. Biblical rain. Yeah. Oh dear. Bibli- it, was, it was torrential. And I went from there to um, uh, the indoor stage, um, as did everybody, because uh, ev- everybody just went, well, let's just get inside. <laughs> And we went from there to the indoor stage. And so there's where, nothing on the outdoor stage at this stage. Well, when, when, when they finished, yeah. when they finished, everybody who got inside as quickly yeah. as they could. So we obviously you're not going to go and ch- queue up at the church. No. It's going to take ages. So the place to go is the bar, the indoor stage, yeah. where Grace Petrie was on stage. Oh, right. I'll talk about that a bit more in a minute. And she was then making lots of comments about how she suddenly got very popular. <laughs> uh, and I think earlier on in her set, she must have said something about all the people who are outside watching other bands, they're obviously Tories. Uh, so now all these, all these Tories have arrived. So yeah. let's not tell them we were slating them off before that kind of thing. Um, but going back to the Just Jones, they were fantastic. Um, second time I've seen them, I saw them two years ago at Going Up the Country, but that was a sort of cut down version of the Just Jones. There was mm-hmm. just three or four of them that time. This was the full band. And they put in lots of new stuff. Uh, and the full band, that, that suggests trumpets and saxophones? Well, or? no, no, there's uh, just five or six of them. Oh, right. Five or six of them. The, 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 the main singers are uh, David Pope and uh, Katie Pope, who are brother and sister. Right. Uh, I, I called Kate, when I reviewed them before, I think I called her something along the lines of the Mother Wales Tammy Wynette or something like that, <laughs> uh, singing songs of heartbreak. And uh, yeah, she does that very well. Uh, I think I think David is the songwriter. Yeah. I'm, I'm, apologies if I got that wrong, but I think he writes the songs. Uh, and then there's you know a bass player. I do, I do like this juxtaposition ju- yeah. of uh, big American country stars uh, and small northern cities. Yeah, uh, and I do like the, the the East Midlands Springsteen. I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. MJ I, I, Hibbertas. I didn't realise I've been doing that. <laughs> it must be a thing. I've, I've, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, they were fantastic, and the the the, the song. They have a song, a new song called You Make Me Physically Sick, uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> and that's about, it seems to be telling the story of a married couple. And it's, it, they're saying, I think the song called You Make Me Physically Sick. And then he also said it, it's called, but it's also called We Should Start Having Children, because that's what they sing near the end. Yeah. Uh, so they're singing to each other about how much they hate each other. And then, which uh, again, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an indie theme, isn't it? They, they make it, you, you can. I get away with lyrics that are very arch and uh, difficult and uh, describe the mundane and, uh, and you know, have not even veiled insults in them. No, <laughs> or, no, well, they're... they're or they're... talk about killing yourself, because the crumbs of that one, oh, God. <laughs> it, was, it was something like, um, you want to kiss me or something, and I want to cry or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well... Um... That's why I was saying about the take to reception. You want to take me to a party? I want to break down and cry. Yeah. <laughs> or they also, they also did that cover version of a song, which I've since found out was yes. by the Bush Tetras, where they were saying, "I want to go out. I want to want to go out, but there's, I'm not going because there's too many creeps." Yeah, that's right. Too yeah. many creeps. And then the, uh, the, the reiteration of the, the fact that there was too many creeps in the world altogether was was repetitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in but your face. For the Just Jones, I mean, that's why I kind of took exception to the to them being called Twee because. That you know, there's um, the 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 vocals, the the lyrics. I mean, are are just absolutely misanthropic for nearly mm. all of it, mm. and spinning an awful lot of bile, mm. both in terms of saying you make me physically sick. Mm. There's another song. Uh, what was that one called? Um, 
Well, if you don't pull uh, it, pretty yeah, <laughs> straightforward. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was called um, "I Only Smoke When I Drink," uh, which is a, a, as far as I know, is an uh, they haven't recorded that one, but uh, it's brilliant. Uh, and it says, "I only smoke when I drink. I only drink at weekends." And the, you know, the, mm. and then near the end of the song, he says, "I've got some sick on my shoes. I don't even know whose it is." Where's <laughs> <laughs> that effect? Sorry, uh, these aren't twee themes, are they? No, no. They played another new song called Johnny Have You Come Lately? And it was about, they sing, they sing a lot about uh, school days and, and university days and nostalgia stuff, and not always in a good way. There's, they kind of have a love-hate relationship with their hometown, yeah. especially on the, the, uh, the album. They made, they've only made one album, and they didn't play a single song off it. Of course, it. Um, of course. But... Um, I got a new album coming out in the autumn as well, which will be fantastic, judging by these new songs. But anyway, Johnny, have you come lately? Is a story of a guy called Johnny who's kind of like the head boy at the school, yeah. a David Watts, you know, David yeah. Watts kind of character, and a girl I can't remember the name, and they get, he get they accidentally get pregnant, and um, the, the singer David is saying, "I shouldn't be laughing, but but I'm laughing." He's reveling in these people's misery. <laughs> And you know, they say about problems, don't they? You know, don't tell people your problems because eighty percent of people don't care, and twenty percent are glad you've got them. Yeah, yeah. They they also mentioned that that they were going to be DJing in the in the in the campsite disco, which I wasn't there for because I was, I drove home after the band's finished. And they had a themed DJ set where they were playing one song for every year from nineteen sixty seven up to the current year. And I I was there. I heard I heard. Uh, 1960. I had 1970, the year of my birth. They played "You Can Get It If You Really Want" by Jimmy Cliff. Nice. And then there was a uh, Brown Sugar. Uh, right. Um, the, and the night, in the Frankie Valley, uh, the night they played as well. Wrong with that one? Yeah, that was from. Uh, but yeah, that I think that's a future podcast theme for us. Oh yes, we could have a song for every year, but we'd have to that. split it over quite a lot of podcasts because it's 50 songs. We could do a decade of time. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so, the, the Just Jones, magnificent. Go, they, don't, they don't do that many gigs, but, you know, if they do, go and see them, because they're fantastic. Uh, after that, like I say, Grace Petrie, who I caught the end of, mm-hmm. she was brilliant as well. Uh, was, it, was, it, was it congested again at this stage? It was a lot of things. I got the impression that there hadn't been that many people watching Grace Petrie, and, and then a lot of people came oh, in where the Just Jones yeah. uh, right. But most of them didn't go near the front. Uh, now, for people of my age and your age who started going to gigs in the mid-80s, or in your case, maybe a bit before that, you cannot stand and watch Grace Petrie without being incredibly reminded of a young Billy Bragg. Oh, right. But she's a better singer than Billy Bragg. More people uh, are. Yes, indeed, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she packs a lot more words into her songs than Billy Bragg does. Right. But on stage, she's a very, very confident on stage. Uh, very good with the crowd very good at getting the crowd to join in very humorous very funny and fantastic hard-hitting political lyrics absolutely brilliant I wish I wish I'd seen more of her really because right. I just saw the last two songs and they were both absolutely fantastic um, then they started moving bands around because of the rain outside oh, so, right. so the schedule started to change I saw a bit of I saw a bit of monkey swallows the universe I unfortunately didn't see any of uh, skinny girl diet uh, and then th- th- we went back out in the rain uh, for the wave pictures. I said, the wave, had the rain died off a bit? Or? Absolutely not. Has it not? No, no. It was still raining just as heavily as it was. Oh my God. And, and it continued to rain 
and I got very, very wet and remained wet until I got back here. Wow. Uh, my, my socks were still wet some, what, six hours later when I got back home. Oh, uh, so, uh, but again, I was not going to miss it. The wave pictures, again, it's been well documented on, the, on this podcast, how much we love them. Uh, so we must have uh, done a wave pictures. Podcast. We've done a wave pictures yeah. live review podcast. We've played them on the podcast quite a lot we have, as definitely. well. Uh, but best of the year, I seem to remember. We've been in quite a lot of our best of the year podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, we've never played this song. Surprisingly, I, I checked back. Uh, I thought we had played this song on our podcast before, but I remember when we saw them, when me and the other wizard Kicker Valve saw them at mm-hmm. the same festival two years ago. Uh, this was a, a song we we really really liked, uh, but. Uh, it's got a good sing-along bit in the middle, all about sculptures and marmalade, uh, and it's from uh, it's from one of their early albums, uh, Instant Coffee Baby, and they played quite a lot off this album, uh, more than more than I've seen them play in the, in the last couple of times I've seen them. Uh, and they played Friday Night in Loughborough, they played Just Like a Drummer, uh, and uh, they played this one, and this is called Strange Fruit for David. Young man starving and drinking and trying to become a writer. And I remember that apartment, the smell of mice and dust, and the old woman with the pretty legs, all the kisses that I lost to your neck. I am a tennis player playing on both sides of the net. A sculpture is a sculpture Marmalade is marmalade And a sculpture of marmalade Is a sculpture but it isn't marmalade She said with you inside me Comes the knowledge of my death But I still had some oranges left Underneath the bed Depend on 
lips A sculpture is a sculpture Marmalade is marmalade And a sculpture of marmalade Is a sculpture but it isn't marmalade She said with you inside me Comes the knowledge of my death But I still had some oranges left Underneath the bed Next up, closing the indoor stage, was the Tuts, who I'd seen on the same stage uh, two years previously, and just as they did then, uh, they know how to put on a show, those ladies. They are, um, they, they, I don't know if they always do this, but every time I've seen them, they come on in matching outfits, and every time a oh, different matching outfits. This time, they had, um, before they came on, they had big pink and white balloons over the stage, and some of those enormous silver balloons. Oh, yeah. With you know, if like somebody's a 30th birthday or something, yep. you get a big three and a zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had those saying They said the tuts. tuts. Oh, yes. The tuts. That's, a, that's uh, a good touch. Yeah, and, and various bits on the stage about uh, like L plates and just married number plates and stuff like that. And they came on in wedding dresses. <laughs> all three of them wearing wedding dresses. Um, what does it all mean? And they look fantastic, as they <laughs> always do, whatever coordinate. And, they, and their stagecraft is fantastic. They, mm. they, they, you know, I don't know if the, um, Bev, the drummer, who's so cool mm. uh, but the other two uh, Harriet who's also in Colour Me Wednesday and uh, Nadia uh, on bass guitar and um, guitar and they kind of I don't, they seem to kind of coordinate their moves so they jump around right. they seem to like act in symmetry to each other I don't know if they do choreographed yeah they, they, and there are they have a few actions for some of the songs that are choreographed oh excellent and uh, Repeti uh, Nadia's um relationship with a crowd is, is fantastic she knows how to get a crowd going how to get people jumping about mm. uh, she did the wall of death thing at one point you seen wall that? of death now you get them to fall over well you, you get you, you split the crowd into, so there's a big gap in the middle yeah. and one side runs at the other side <laughs> so they did we That's did that good, like we did that and, and it was fantastic and uh, it got everybody jumping around a bit um, uh, I missed the end which I'm quite annoyed about because I've seen on Twitter today um, they, they, they were playing an acoustic song they, they kind of finished their set and they came back on they played an acoustic song and the guitars you couldn't hear the guitars in fact you couldn't hear it really. mm-hmm. so I left because I wanted to get warmed up I was still cold I wanted to get a cup of tea yeah. and get warmed up so I left thinking oh this is going to be their last song but actually they did another song after that they had a load of extra mics in the middle of the stage and I was thinking oh, oh maybe right. they're going to have some special guests on but they, they, they by the pictures I've seen they had loads of people coming on with them uh, from the crowd uh, no, from various different oh, bands. Right. There was uh, Colour Me Wednesday, People, um, Daniel Versus The World. Um, there was oh, that wow. lady, from the drummer from uh, from Suggested Friends, who I played football with. She right. was up there. Uh, the whole team were up there. Uh, both of Champit. Well, all of Champit, I think. Uh, and some other people as well. Uh, all got up for a big sing-along at the end. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure what they were singing, because I've only seen a photograph of it. But... Right. Uh, um, but yes, yeah, so, and then they crowd surfed at the end. 
And what I didn't mention, <laughs> what I didn't mention, apart from, you know, if you know the Tuts, you know they've got a lot of sort of two and a half minute, fantastic, yeah. punk, punky pop songs, very catchy, very political. They they are West London. They are the Clash. Mm. They, yeah. they they they've got a bit of reggae thrown in there. They do rap. They they they're political. They did the they, pressure, pressure drop cover, yeah. Was it pressure? Uh, they did. Oh, really can't fail. That's really it, can't yeah. fail. They did, yeah. Um, but you know, there's elements of the Clash in them. I think. Wow. Uh, and it's high praise, you know. But uh, mm. you know, the Clash took little bits from different musical Indeed. areas as well, and they also you know weren't afraid to be outspoken, but also had a great relationship with their fans. Mm. And the Tuts have got that, you know. Uh, I think the Tuts got more. I saw more people wearing Tuts t-shirt than any other band there the whole weekend. Crowd uh, surfing—that's oh, something I would like to see. Well, Martha did some crowd surfing oh, wow. uh, at the end of their set. They all crowd surfed out of the out of the building. Well, not <laughs> off the stage. Uh, yeah, I, I, they crowd surfed at the end as well. I didn't see it because I wasn't there. But uh, yeah, I missed a, a good ending there. I kind of thought so every, the, every time you go, they just dive into the crowd and they're just enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and at the beginning of their set. Um, the, um, Laura Ankles, who is the bass player in Colour Me Wednesday, which Harriet from The Tuts is also in, yeah. and, and she's also in lots of other bands, she came on dressed as a vicar, <laughs> carrying a look of ceremony, and did, and did a kind of introduction bit, right. uh, where she's saying, like, you know, dearly uh, congregation, we gathered here today. A, yeah, that kind of thing. So, welcome to you, The Tuts. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like I say, they know how to put on a show. So, yeah. so a priest came out and introduced them, and they were all in yes. wedding dresses. Yes, they've nailed the theme. Yeah, and I think I think the theme was it was kind of married because there's a lot there's a lot of um, messages of self empowerment in their music, uh, and the the theme was kind of marry yourself, love yourself. Oh right, okay. Yeah, you know, respect yourself, that kind of thing. Okay, which is not not you know not to be sniffed at, is it? But uh, yeah. it, it, it's fair comments, fair comments. But I mean, you can always marry other people as well. Yeah, and then the last band on was uh, uh, Kate Lebon, who I've never Kate seen live before. But it was a bit, like a lot of her records, didn't really know what to expect. You it wasn't even sure. rain. It wasn't, well, it wasn't raining by then, oh, right. thankfully. But I had kind of half in my mind because I knew I was leaving the festival. Half in my mind, well, I'll I'll see a bit of Kate Lebon, see if it's any good, and yeah. if it's I might leave. Halfway through, that's what I was thinking. I'd drive home, so I get yeah. home at a reasonable hour. Um, there was no way I was going to do that right. because she was brilliant. Uh, I met a bloke. The, the, one of the good things about Indie Tracks Festival is you, you you meet somebody like, on the Friday night. You start talking to somebody, and then you keep bumping into that person because it's not yes. a big festival. So you keep bumping into that person. You keep like checking up on them and seeing. Mm. Oh, so what? Where who have you seen since I last saw you? You know, what else have you done and that, all that kind of stuff. So it's a good way, you know, who are you going to go and see and next? I, and I noticed you meet people you met there last year. I did, yes, that's true, that's true. I met quite a few people I met there last year who, mm. who remembered me or I remembered them. Well, I mean, yeah. the, the, the guy who's visiting every Half Man, Half Biscuit location mentioned the lyrics on a bike yes. and put it on a website, which I, which I yes. went and looked at. Yes. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. But yeah, the, the, the guy, the, interesting the, the, guy. The, I was called him Bike Man. And I can never remember his name or his wife's name. But anyway, if you're listening, hello to you. Uh, nice to see you again. And I'm sorry I've forgotten your names again. <laughs> uh, but they're lovely. Yeah. And, and lots of other people I met during the course of the weekend. But that, but that is, is the festival, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's, yeah. it's very, very friendly. Festival. Very, very, yeah. And, and it's small enough that you do keep seeing the yeah, same people yeah. over and over again. Anyway, there's a bloke I was talking to on a Friday night. A, a gentleman who I hope he doesn't mind me saying that he was, he's even older than I am. Uh, and... Uh, 
we were talking about who we were going to go and see and stuff like that. And he was talking about Kate Bon and he said, uh, um, the, you, you, they, she's like, she sings like Nico, and the band play like television. And that made me think, right, yeah. Well, if yeah. that's even halfway true, because <laughs> she does sing a bit like Nico, she's yeah. you know, a timbre of her voice. She's a better singer than Nico, but you know, the the sound of her voice is a bit. Let's, let's, not, do, let's uh, not do the Nico's dead, so she will be think again. No, no. Uh, that that's that's yeah, that's obvious. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's and the band are fantastic. I recognised one of the guys in her band, and it couldn't worked out for ages who he was, and he's he's Sweet Baboo. You know, he's, he's, oh, he's right, a solo artist, Sweet Baboo, he's in, uh, he's in her band too. Oh, right. Um, so he's obviously great. Mm. They do this thing very well where, where they play a song, and it's quite a normal song, bass, guitar, drums, keyboard, that kind of thing, and then it, it kind of becomes, shifts into something slightly weird and, and, and mm. out of time and, and phases in and out of time, and, and, or, or it just breaks down, and they just mm. start playing what sounds like wrong notes. Very, very, very interesting stuff. I see you lose, no doubt, he's 15 for your money, dream of copper calendars, laughter in the drive, I was born on the wrong day, I met my mother and I just came home on the Friday uh, they didn't even stay for the Saturday they didn't even stay on, on the waterlogged campsite uh, they just they just uh, bailed yeah. uh, and went home and gave up on it uh, but I think quite refusing to play because yeah, quite because, a lot of the uh, play. They, they didn't consider the stage to be safe yeah uh, and you know that would take a lot for a band to I, I think yeah a band to just pull out and, and disappoint people like that mm. so but quite a lot. I mean, I did. Like, I, I, I keep going back to. Uh, that's a big festival. I drove past it on the way there. 
I drove right past that that, mm. that festival site. It's big. It's a big thing with you know far bigger scale than mm. than Indie Tracks. Indie Tracks is run by four or five people, and it's not their job. Mm. It's, it's something they do in For their fun. in their spare time. I, I, I come back back to Pillow Queens. volunteers, but, but they they loved it. They loved being on that that stage. Um, and you look at, at, at their stuff, and uh, this kind of their first tour. They've done about ten gigs in this country. They're they're, they're having a ball, um, and you do get that sense of like MJ Hendrick. It's just saw his crowd, you know. Yeah. Uh, he he was really loving it, giving everything. Uh, and there's a lot of bands committed to the whole project. As you say, it's it, it it's not a big money making thing. I think a lot of these festivals now the mass, you know, you, they, they they police the image rights, they police what you can drink and. And all that sort of stuff. It's very corporate, but this isn't like that at all. This is a, this is a boutique, fun, friendly family. I mean, you know, there's 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 people with, with cots. There's there's every age group you can think of. There's owls. There's owls. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's owls. There's a there's a, a steam trains. There's a, you know, it's it's very eccentric. There's a beer festival crammed into it. Fantastic stuff. There's there's a brilliant article by a guy called Pete Darrington. Uh, he's on Twitter, he's Razor Cuts on Twitter, uh, and he just published this uh, about Indie Tracks. And he, he talks about this and he says Indie Tracks is different, Indie Tracks is doing it right. It's small, beautifully formed, and born out of love. And I'll read you another bit. It's not to everyone's taste, it's a niche festival. It's primarily made up of indie pop bands. Girls wear flowery dresses, and boys wear horn rimmed glasses and t shirts with slogans like Scared to Dance on it. Some boys look like girls with their hair in plaits and painted nails. Some girls look like boys with their cropped short hair and Fred Perry polo shirts. Nobody bats an eyelid. Everyone there has no problem being who they want to be, and above all, everyone is lovely. No one acts like an arsehole. It's obvious this is written into the DNA code of this event. The organisers do this with big hearts, and the punters appreciate them for it. It's tempting to use the word twee to describe this scene and this event in particular, but it really isn't. It's just civilised. Uh, Indie tracks. This is it's representative. It's representative too. Glastonbury was openly criticised this year for having over ninety percent of its performers comprised of white males. Indie tracks has all girl bands, bands fronted by Asian and Black females, queer and transgender bands, and they don't make a big deal about it either. There's no box ticking here. They just do it because it comes naturally. It doesn't matter if you're a monoptic hexapod from Alpha Centauri. If you make gorgeous indie pop records. You're welcomed with open arms. That 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 is much more of that, yeah. and it's it's spot on. Um, it's on storge.co.uk. S T O R G E. Co.uk. And it's called Indie Tracks Festival 2017. Doing it for the kids. I think that sums it up nicely, don't you? It does. If only there was another way of summing it up. What you mean, like in song? One, two, three, four. Get yourself on the steam train to Butterly. Have an experience of immersion and transcendence to thrill you utterly. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. Get rock, get pop, lo-fi and electronic. Get soul and folk and hear lyrics that are ironic. Get up. Get packed, get down to indie tracks. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. Watch music through a chitch 
window, listen to covers by Ebola. See how many cans you can crush with a fucking great big steamroller. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. If you're feeling fluid and get confused, listen to your gender neutral blues. The Super Cab Karaoke will rid you of your blues. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. Get up, get packed, get down to indie tracks. See, old folks and teens don't sit on the musical fence. Rejoice that this is a festival with no idea about its target audience. songs with scowls get yourself down to indie tracks for some reason they've got owls get up get packed get down to indie tracks get up get packed get down to indie tracks say the campsite with the bands and meet them at the much stall meet minor indie royalty and play them at football 